What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jennison with... Kendra Jennison. Yeah, so I just was telling a little story before we started this thing about how I was eating a chicken sandwich out of the garbage the other day. You did. It well, was right on top. It was right on top. You were like, hey, why'd you throw this away? I was going to eat this. And I was like, oh, sorry. There you go. <laughs> Old habits die hard. <laughs> right? Here I am, eight years later, eating out of my home garbage. I'm like, yeah, I looked at it. Literally, I'm like, you know what? I don't see anything on this thing. It looks really good. It was right on top. Well, it was, I like the I like the way that they taste. You did. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's what this topic's about: eating out of the garbage. Oh well, I don't have any expertise on this. Oh, you've never done you. that. <laughs> oh, shit, shit, shit. All right, now it's actually though in what I want to talk about a couple of different things here, um, but it's on massive. It's on action. Yeah, massive action. So it's interesting that I brought that piece up because I wasn't even thinking about tying this together, but when I had to eat out of a dirty fridge or shit that was left over from the dealership when I was working at the car dealership, like I remember those, it was not too long ago. It was eight years ago. Um, it was my choice, my decision, fucked up my financial life, blew up my life. And there was a time where, you know, my son, <clears throat> now our son was more important to me. So I was taking action. I was working my ass off, grinding, building, becoming this man and my financial life was in such a fucking ruin. I had to pay back the government, had to pay back this, had to pay back this, pay, 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 pay. And there was not much left for me and everything was going, going out as fast as I could make it was going out. Mm -hmm. Yet I was still trying to be a good dad for Phoenix. So like every little bit that I was getting, I was like holding on to so he could, you know, so he didn't know. Yeah. So he didn't know. Um, but I think back to the, the energetic, creation of life that I had at that moment and talk about massive action. I think it's back in our life right now. I think so too. Right? I absolutely love this shifter place we're in right now. And we're going to talk about a couple of different things uh, about it. But before I even, I I'm asking a lot of you right now. So for those of you listening, men and women, um, we just set a deadline today Yep. that we will be launching I'm a Comeback Women's in basically six months. Day day one, Q2. Three months, you said. Three months. Oh, three months I'm giving you three months to, to three months to mentally like. Yep. So for me, you know, I just take fucking massive action. I'm like, I'm going, I'm doing it. Yep. Yet at the same time, that's not really entirely true because I've been doing it for so long mm -hmm. that I only know how to operate at this level. Yes. If I look back to when I created my companies, you know, I've been an entrepreneur now for 22 years of my life. Mm -hmm. That's a long fucking time. Right. So like it's a lot of reps, a lot of practice. Yeah. So my, my <laughs> max, you know, massive action or the, the right actions has been getting more and more and more and more over the years. I think back to when I first started, I didn't know I couldn't do what I do now. Yep. Right. So that's why I'm asking of you like, yo, I'm going to give you a deadline in these three months. I want you to take action into learning everything you can about not me, but the woman's version of this. Yeah. And then we'll start filming it and then we'll deploy it by Q2 um, of 2024. I'm pretty excited about that. Me too. But I want to talk about some of the some of the things in a relationship. There's a couple different things I actually want to speak about. One, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause the massive action conversation and just shift gears over here, which was people take massive action in the wrong direction. One of the things that I speak to the men that I work with all the time is like, it's not that you're not disciplined. It's not that you don't have discipline. You're just disciplined in the wrong way right? Sure. Like I think about my life. I was like, huh, if I'm going to go out and get fucked up, I'm gonna get fucked up every day. I'm gonna get fucked up more than everybody else. 
So everything I did was like the wrong, was just the wrong way. Oh, I'm going to go out. I'm going to be an asshole. Well, guess what? I'm going to be the best asshole. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to be super cocky. I'm going to be ultimately the most cocky person I can be. Sure. Right. So it wasn't that I wasn't disciplined. If you look at what it was, I was taking actions, doing the same shit over and over and over and over and over, only just getting the results of what massive action would be into a negative. Sure. If you, if you think that about is right. an interesting perspective to take on that. Yeah. I you never mean, thought of it that way, but you're that right. One? Yeah. Well, you, you cannot run your life as far into the fucking gutter as I did. Mm-hmm. unless you're fully focused on running it into the gutter and you did and i did yeah, and it makes sense now now that you pointed that out i'm like oh wow yeah you did and if i think about some of the mindset things that i like the way that i operated then was like i wanted to feel like i was getting away with something so incredibly bad that i could do it like no one else could but the truth was inside of there was this fear like an, an imposter syndrome like oh and then even right now if you think back or if we don't need to think we can talk about it People around locally, family members are like, oh, he did this. He stole this company. He's this or that. Fuck you. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even the case. But I wanted to talk about actions because I wanted to talk about some of the stuff in our life where we take an act, where we have taken action over the past years to get here. Yeah. But I also want people to understand that action and discipline and movement and creation can be worked to the negative and to the positive. Yes. And in my life, I realized that you can compound it faster in the negative than you can the positive. It is much easier to completely fuck up and destroy your walk with God, your business, your relationship, and your body. Yep. Which brings me to, I'm going to do this podcast with you, then I'm going to do another podcast after this, which brings me to a staggering statistic that's been you could tell as I get like talking about it, it just angers me and it really kind of shifted something home. 140,000 deaths in the U S man and woman a year from alcohol mm. mm-hmm. preventable. I'll read this. I'll read this to you. It is, where's this stat right here? It is estimated that more than 140,000 people, approximately 97,000 men, and 43,000 women die from alcohol-related causes annually, making alcohol the fourth leading preventable, preventable cause of death in the United States behind tobacco, poor diet and physical inactivity, and illegal drugs. Mm-hmm. That is just the United States. And then I went on to look at- Other countries. The world, mm-hmm. right? So that was from the CDC, not that I- not that we believe those numbers. <laughs> Not that we believe everything they say, but like, but I mean, it, maybe that one is real. Um, and then in the WHO, three million, it doesn't break it down to men and women, three million people worldwide die from alcohol abuse or consumption. Mm. And I look at this fucking, I just look at this, this number. Now that's just death. Divorce. Mm-hmm. Sickness. Right, like, like, legitimately making themselves sick, creating. I, I my take with here's, here's. I'm gonna say something here real quick. Whether you fucking believe it's a disease or not, people are dying. Exactly. Right. I don't believe it's a disease. Neither do I. And also, when you have the word preventable inside of it, you can pre- if you can prevent something, therefore you have your hand in doing something about it. Mm-hmm. Right, right there it tells me. Well, it's a choice. Every single decision, everything in life starts with a decision and a choice. Now. The reason that I wanted to tie this into massive action is just because of what I want to do with, with what we're building here. 
And I want to talk about what it's done inside of our relationship. But when I looked at this, this look at looked at this this morning, and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, dude, that fire was lit inside. I'm not doing shit. Yeah. And that, like, it literally fucked. There was there's this vision that I have for our life. And there's this, and, and oftentimes we, and oftentimes I tell you, like, yeah, we're gonna get to this certain point, we're gonna get out. Yep. Right. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. But the reality is, I'm in a game that I can't get out of. Yeah. And so are you. It is our path. So when I looked at that, I'm like, fuck me. What is it going to take? What is it truly going to take to make a significant impact on the world? Now, last week we talked about something you were ultra passionate about, mm -hmm. which is basically the, uh, the second leading cause of death, which I don't have the statistics on that, but that is being fat, overweight, obese, physical inactivity. Yep. All preventable, right? All preventable. Which is what heart disease. I mean, you probably know yes. more about that. And go back to that thing I said, where in life are people taking massive fucking action the wrong way? Yeah. I want to give it over to you because you've been with me and I've changed things inside of your life. I was looking, I mean, you took massive action to the house yesterday. Yeah, I did. You cleaned it, right? Like I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Every, every three months or so I go crazy on the house. Three, I mean, you literally threw everything away in the house. I didn't throw everything away. You did I too. Re I just reorganized Like it. I can't even find my toothbrush. Oh, that's not true. You, you literally took it. Got rid of everything. But. Talking about massive action, what does it mean to you? Or just action. Just fucking discipline. Yeah, since, action. Since like, you, since you kind of, you had this massive shift by proxy, I also have been now taking like massive action into massive shifts. You and I sat down and we had a great conversation when we were walking after dinner. So we weren't sitting down, we were walking after dinner. And you're like, you had this fire inside of you that you were ready to just like unleash the beast inside of you. You were like, something something clicked finally for you. And I, by proxy, like I said, your energy and, and your commitment to growth and getting focused and being disciplined and cutting out everything that wasn't going to help us build I was like, I want that too. And I think I told you, I love this new fire you have. I'm, it, you're so focused. You're so energetic. You're so ready. So am I. But I did look at you and I was like, but what, what do I, what do I do? Like, I want to always be your equal. I always want to have intellectual conversations with you. I want to be physically fit with you. I want to raise our kids. Like I always want to make sure that I am doing my part and making sure that I'm growing with you. Right. It's fun. I love it. It's actually one of my my favorite things about our relationship is how we are continuously growing together, taking massive action. And anyways, we had this conversation. I said, Mark, what do I need to do? And you're like, why don't you just start here, 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 and here? And I was like, I freaking love that. So what do I do? Exactly what you told me to do. Here, 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 and here. I'm getting clarity. I'm getting focus. I'm having a boatload more discipline in areas um, and overall, just taking the massive action has given me so much more clarity and purpose, not being clouded by all this other BS noise or distractions or I was like, holy shit, <laughs> this is crazy. And I can't believe that I had never just been, I can't believe that I allowed myself to be so distracted by other things before because I sat you, back and I was just like, this is no, this is part of my everyday life. This is what I do. You're talking specifically about social media. A big so oh my gosh social media was a huge part of it i was a i was way more of a consumer than i was a producer and once i like cut that 
I was like, holy cow. Okay, what can I shift here? Where can I put my attention here? How can I Got a this? trainer. Right. I got a trainer. You went and you got got a trainer and uh, shifted your diet. Like I changed my diet. You you're still you're even more strict than you were, right? Yeah. And just probably by proxy of me making some changes, even though you're not doing the same diet as me, but I notice. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm I kicked up my self development game like tenfold. Of course I still read for enjoyment too. Those are things that I love. I kicked up my Spanish game, you know, mm. all of these things that I had been saying for so long. Oh, I'm gonna do this or I wanna be more focused on this. And I was fucking lying to myself because it never happened. Sure. Never did it. Or if I did, it would be like, oh, half-assed here, half-assed here. Lacking commitment. Lack, uh, mass lacked massive commitment towards it. But for whatever reason, this massive energetic shift that you have, have had, I felt like he's not fucking around anymore. Like we're in this and I was like, I'm not going to let him down. I'm not going to let myself down. I'm ready to do this. Boom, let's go. And so now it's been a full month almost. Well, almost, yeah, almost a full month of us just like buckling down, focus, discipline. And I am on fire with you. It's been a month for you. It's been a year for me. Yeah. To get to this point because October, we're in October right now. Yeah. October, about fucking 12 months ago, I was flying to that event and literally wanted to kill myself. Yeah. To my own event. Yep. And we made, we sit here now going into another season, like that holy shit that flew by, right? Yeah, I can't even believe that. Going to the, you know, going to the, to the lawyers because we're trying to figure out what to do with Phoenix, still waiting on his mom to go through her shit. And like, you know, I couldn't even make a, I couldn't even make a, statement a sentence at the time mm -hmm. frustrated full of rage for me it's been a mat a year of just action into the core four of the comeback seven which is the faith the finances the family and the fitness to create the future to have the freedom by building this foundation day and out what i recognized was this and this is something that i've that i haven't even really taught you that you will learn as you progress through this you're always going to be getting pulled by me yep you're always going to be getting pulled by me mm -hmm. i'm just Different. Another level. <laughs> I'm just different. I do not fucking want to go slow. I do not want to go. I want everything nonstop. I worked yesterday. How many hours on myself? All day. All day. <laughs> yeah. Yet I was still present. You like were. I'm still there doing my shit, but like I'm training, I'm training, I'm learning, I'm reading like everything right now. Me to become my most fucking authentic, powerful, just savage self that I could be using some really cool buzzwords there. But my point, my point is this, I recognized what I needed to do to reignite this fire. I had to go deep working on myself, right? Mm -hmm. January, February, March, actually it was like October, November, December, January, oh, February, yeah. March, like working on me, allowing myself to become that version, allowing God to come back into my life. Yep. Right. And then I had to cut, cut fucking stories in my financial game. Oh my goodness. Cut definitely. People, cut stories. Like this is our year and yes. rewind, right? Mm -hmm. Cut people. Go down at one point to Ryan, Kevin, me, yep. I think, would have been, and Johnny. I think mm -hmm. that's all we had at one point this year. Like, took this team and whoop, yep. put it down yeah. in the diet, yeah. like, then built it back. Then ramped, as I cut it, I ramped up the growth, mm -hmm. got the company back higher than it's ever been. Then I had to make the, sh the shift to bring someone in so I could take a step out of the company. Devoted one month, because I'm always like with you right now. Our relationship yep. was good. August was about you. Yep. Right? And then came out August. September and you know, kind of a little bit in September, then October, November, December are all about building a fucking weaponized and fortified body to house to go to the next level. Yep. But here's what shifted inside of it. 
we were taking massive action. I was taking massive action into a place of, of uncertainty and clarity by self decision. And what I mean by that is like, I even just had a conversation with Kevin here and I would take all these things. I'd bring us into this world since I'm the leader and I'd leave it being chaotic. because I can do so many things. Mm -hmm. I have so many fucking options. Right? Oh, I could be a business coach. I could be an alcohol coach. I could be a fuck. I could be a fitness coach if I really want. Like I can, I could do anything. And I look at the word. I'm a comeback. I am a comeback. It's an international statement of fucking power. Kevin and I just had a conversation. He looked at me just a couple minutes ago. I was like, bro, I think you'd be fucking up if you go. I think you'd be fucking up if you make it anything other than alcohol. Like, what happens if you are focused in on one thing for the next 10 years? Yeah. If you just take the action, you get, you get the team, you get your wife, you get everybody rowing and rowing and rowing and rowing. But here's the shift that happened. I don't even know if we've, we've talked about it because these things kind of come up is that we've got to a place where, you know, we're in a lawsuit right now for having to sue for our own money back. Insane. Insane <laughs> on a, on a deal that we didn't even fuck up with. And I'm sure we're going to lose money on it. We made, we made a bunch of decisions in hundreds of thousands of dollars in decisions and actions to build this life that I thought we wanted, mm -hmm. but we already had what we wanted. Yeah. I was not listening to myself knowing I wanted it because I was running from certain certain things. So I was going to take action the wrong way at the expense of my cash mm -hmm. and work my ass for only to get to a place where I recognize you already have what you want. And then my, my plan where this fire came from is like, look, it's real simple. I'm going to put these kids through. They're going to be productive elite humans, members of this city that we live in these couple cities. I'm going to build you your fucking house. I'm going to commit my and devote my time. You know, so you're, you're going to get your what? Three, $4 million house Our three, $4 million house. I'm going to give this, give you a stable, mm -hmm. if you will, a kingdom yep. so that you can have your grandkids here. And the rest of the world is going to be my fucking playground. But for the next 10 years, I committed to being right here to solving one problem. Yep. Keeping people from dying. And what happened when you got got really, really clear? Because we've had conversation before where you and I just want everything. We want to do everything. We want everything. We just don't place ourselves in a box when it comes to the world, I guess, if you will. That was not always the greatest thing because like you said, we've lost a lot of money. We've made a lot of mistakes. We never had like exceptional clarity on, nope, this is what we got to do because we were like next shiny object. Like, oh, now we maybe we want this or oh, now maybe we want that for whatever reason. And where do you think that came from? Social media. You're so right. Yeah, 100%. I never, like I talked to my friends now. I'll give it back to you in a second. But like, I'll be looking at the people and it's my friends got some fucking great lives. Awesome lives. And when I compare it to... To ours, I'm like, man, you suck, Mark. You're poor, you're broke, your message is weak, your brand is soft. Comparison has killed us more than right? anything. Yeah, in my mind, I'm not compare, comparing them. There was like this thing like, well, this is how we got to do it. We got to do it, we got to do it. Oh, this is what's possible because that is how we would like trick ourselves be like, oh, this is great. They have this, this is what's possible. We should have this or, um, or oh, wow, we can work towards this or anything like that. However, it was never something that was really authentic to us, you know? But once we got exceptionally clear, once you got exceptionally clear, like I said, the shift in you was undeniable. I was like, holy shit, like I felt it. It was like a vibration, no kidding. And I was like, okay, this is where we're going. This is what we gotta do. This is what I have to do. Like, like once you got exceptional clarity on the business and life and this and this and this, I was like, okay, 
Now I have exceptional clarity on this, 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 and this. It was crazy. So there's ladies out there. We're at on time here, 139. Got a little more time left. Um, not everybody lives next to a person like me. Yeah. Not, every, not everybody sleeps next to me. You do, right? Not everybody wakes up and goes through the, the craziness or mm -hmm. when, it, you know, the four in the morning of me talking to myself via using the stack tools and sitting down having coffee and this, I truly do every single thing that I tell my clients to do and tenfold over them. Mm -hmm. So, but not everybody has that shit, right? If you put yourself back, well, I want you to answer this from two places. Sure. The wife building alongside me. Yeah. That place you live right now, but before you like mention like, okay, here's how I do things. This is what action means to me now. Mm -hmm. There's a woman out there, probably people I know that we walk in the streets that that like us or that mainly probably follow you, but they're like, I don't know what to take action on. Yep. Maybe she's single. Maybe she's got a couple girls, boys, and she's got a, a deadbeat. Maybe maybe they're maybe they're just learning to figure it out together. The couples, right? Sure. I, don't, I don't know. Right? I don't know your scenario. If you go back to Kendra pre Mark, and you could tell yourself, "Listen, girl, like here's what you need to do." What would you tell yourself? If I, oh boy, what a loaded what a loaded thing that would be if I had the information that I had now. If someone were to come to me seven years ago now, eight years ago, before I had met you, and told me, "Hey." Focus on these four things. Focus on finding your faith. Focus on your finances. Focus on those girls and your fitness. You focus and you get so rock solid in those top four things, Kendra, your life will change inevitably. I would have been like, okay, wow, thank you. This is, this is, a, this is a starting point that I can handle. I would, have, I would have saved years, quite literally years of rejecting what it means to have faith and what it means to walk with God and what it means. Like I would, I, if somebody would have just said, Hey, no, it doesn't have to mean one thing. If somebody would have, op if I would have, if I would have explored down that Avenue, I would have saved myself years of misery and heartache and, and, and questioning, questioning. hurt. If somebody would have said, Hey, finances, Kendra, this is another way to look at this. This is another way to look at money. Question your relationship with money. Oh my God, I would have saved. <laughs> I would say, I would say as like when you were single and I met you, like you were doing great with the girls. I was doing great. Like, like you, you really did. I remember uh, Mrs. Kyle, um, the coffee shop lady. Yeah. <laughs> she's so Oh, sweet. she's so great with those little girls. You, right. you need to date her. I remember telling me that. And then if, you know, when it came down to my family, how can you be a better mom? If I would have just started questioning every single thing on what can I do better? How can I do this? How can I educate them more? Just just expanding my horizon when it came to anything. And then of course my fitness, right? How can you dial this in? Okay, these are the hours. If, if, if you, if I would have had that information, oh my God, my life, I would be four, I would be four or five years already ahead and, and already way more intellectually and exceptional than I am right now somebody would have given me that starting point i think it's interesting that you that you talked about your faith and, and use the word god because it was a, a taboo word in our relationship for years yeah. i knew it the whole time right there was this huh? i talked about this version mark that i had to hold hostage because i didn't i would feel this way and it actually inflicted or impacted if you will the leadership inside of i'm a comeback because i i was getting i didn't know how to handle 
how I felt and how I loved somebody in this weird, you know, this and when, when you, when you met me, I, I was coming from a place of massive hurt. You know, my little brother died. I was angry at the world. I was angry at God. I was angry at the universe. I, I was like, if something can take someone so beautiful off of this earth, then like, fuck you guy or yeah. person or spirit, whatever it was. Right. I was just like, no. I was so, and then my dad, boom, it was like back to back. And I was just like, yeah, not a fucking chance. Like, you know, and it was, uh, it was a lot of hurt, a lot of anger, like you said, but once, once I really started to get into the self-development world and I was able to take a step back and I was able to say, question and, and take different perspectives on things. Cause once I really, really got to a place where things don't happen to me, they happen for me. I really found a lot of power in that. And even, even with something as serious and as hard and as devastating as losing a dad and brother, I mean, finding, finding faith in myself and in that simple flip of words that things happen for me, not to me. It's really great to hear that. I was like, you know, and it took me a very long time, very long time. It, um, it wasn't something, it took, like I said, it took me almost eight years. I rejected, I rejected, I was upset about it. I was like, no, I don't want to fucking, like, I don't want to talk about real, because that was where my mind went. And automatic, it was religion. like Christian religion. I, I was boxing myself in, I was boxing anybody, and I was boxing the word God in, you know, because this is what I had been taught. And then I explored, and then I met, you know, and it, it just, it just, exploring spirituality as a whole has done more for me internally than I've ever, rather than I've ever spoke, you know, but man, you talk about time. I can like I could probably put like quantifiable fucking numbers, numbers on it. No kidding. On not time, but on miles mm -hmm. of walking and calories and steps, circling our property, mm -hmm. wondering how to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Asking God, how do I let her know who I really am? Yeah. And anytime, yeah, there was there was no there was no no question about that. Anytime you had brought up the word God, he just told me to be patient, be patient, be patient, and then obviously here we are now. You bring it up. Insert yeah. I bring it up. Yeah. And, and definitely it's not something I reject anymore. It's something that I am open to listening and hearing. And, and it's something that is deeply internal and intrinsic to me, how I view it. And I guess that's how anybody should view it. You know, it doesn't have to look one way. It doesn't have to be one way. It doesn't have to sit one way, but me completely being open to it. Yeah. has done more for me than, well, that, that was great. That was a really nice thing to hear. Yeah. I love you. And I appreciate that you just said that means, uh, means that everything, those steps were worth it. <laughs> There's a lot of steps. I mean, now I want you to come from a place of my wife, mm -hmm. what you know now, because mm -hmm. there's a, other wives that are like, Oh, I hear it all the time. We love your guys' podcast. Yeah. Right. So now you know what you know, mm -hmm. how do you buy into my vision so quickly? Yeah. So I think coming from a comeback wife perspective, right, is essentially how, you know, I could speak on ours, but I kind of want to see if I can tap into some of the other comeback husbands and their wives. I think the, I think it's easy to reject maybe some of these new philosophies and ideologies that your husband is presenting to you in his life, because, you know, he goes from a hockey stick. He kind of goes from a piece of shit to like all of a sudden amazing, loving family, you know, and you're like, holy shit, you're kind of waiting for him to fail. Right. 
a lot of wives do like okay this is so great right now but 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 he's let me down in the past do not deny yourself your ability to grow just because you think that somebody else might fail right so i'm just saying uh, and for the and for the husbands who have been doing the right thing and i mean the right thing by living the comeback seven and 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 truly embodying what it means to be a comeback there is no mess there's no messing up with him right um he, he's on the right track he's he's you know he's do, he's done the work do also do not deny yourself do not be so intimidated by your husband's growth that you think that it's not for you because it is for you i was that same way i remember when i met mark and he's talking to me about all these things and goals and i was kind of overwhelmed because it was new territory for me but i remember thinking to myself i love who he is i love this person who he's turned into why can't I turn into that too? I can. I did it in my own way and in my own time, and I will never be you, just like some of the wives will never be their husbands. They might never ever be, you know, 150 miles per hour, but I, I do it in my way, and I do it to make sure that I can be as powerful as I need to be to grow along the side of, the, grow along the side of you because that's in, that in reality, if I, if I was unwilling to grow or unwilling to gain knowledge or unwilling to to elevate myself along the side with you you don't deserve to be with me you don't deserve somebody like that you deserve somebody who's like fuck yeah i want to grow show me how to do it take me there i want to go with you because i want to take over the world in the best ways with you that's what the husbands want that's what they want their wives to do and, and it's scary because you really have to look internally at yourself and be like oh shit this is where i'm lacking shoot this is really what i need to pick up my own slack on but once you do that there's so much massive power and confidence and it will do more for you to believe that you deserve it than anything else. So I hope that answered. No, that was great. That was, I literally was just thinking the whole time that Ryan just chopped that section out. There's good, good clips inside there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, what I heard you say right there was this extreme ownership, extreme ownership, extreme right. ownership, extreme ownership. Once I was able to really look at myself in a way of, and, and it's so funny because you and I are both like kind of crazy about it. Oh, you're, you're definitely more so than me. But once I could look at every situation and everything in my life and say, okay, it's my fault. How can I fix it? Giving power to nothing else or nobody else except for me allowed me to be like, okay, I have the ability to fix this. It's my fault. This happened. I can fix it. If it's somebody else's fault, that means I got to wait for them to fix it. I, I, I don't have time or the energy or, or anything for that. I did, it's my problem. I need to fix it no matter what it is. And as a couple, you look at it, like I take ownership for everything we do, then you take ownership. But as a couple, it's like, hey, what's our problem? Our problem. One of the, one of the biggest things that I think I had, I had said to a, a comeback gentleman is husbands and wives get into a place sometimes where it's like, oh, that's my husband's problem or that's my wife's problem quit looking at everything like a his problem or a her problem you are in a committed relationship it's a your problem when something is wrong with mark or if he's going through something i don't look at him and be like oh it's it, what's wrong with i'm like okay how can like what can we do to fix this something is going on with me never once are you like oh well that's a her thing she's got to figure it out you come in and you're like okay what can we do how can we make this better just knowing that i have that certainty in you and you have that certainty in me we're fucking there for each other this is a you and me thing all the time there is nothing I can't do. There's nothing you can't, or at least that we feel like we can't do, right? And 
having that is incredible. So we started the conversation off talking about action, right? Mm -hmm. Massive action, doing the right thing. I think what you just did right here was led these, led the people, men, women down a great, like just a great vision of what it's like to take an action on believing your life could be different or just, just taking action on the thought. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to drive home here for everybody on the call today. Right? Like actions start inside of your mind. You, you have to go do them right. But moving forward, something has to, you have to see it. You have to feel it. You have to want it. You have to be it. Clarity, action. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and if, well, even for me, sometimes I don't even get clarity until I take action. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like sometimes you just take action right away and you're like, I'll work it out as I go. Okay, this is what I, yes. I, <laughs> I, I say this all the time. If I have a problem that action can solve, I don't have a problem. And the only way that I couldn't take action if I was dead. Yep. Which even inside of that one statement right there is just like, yo, that's extreme ownership on it. Yes. So any parting words you want to say today? Was it a fun podcast for you? It was fun. I kind of liked that we were able to take it down a couple different avenues, but I do better when you prompt, like ask me a question and then yeah. I'm like, take off. But no, I think this was a good one. I think it's right on online with the topics that we put out here these past couple of weeks, um, specifically talking about, you know, the fitness journey or the, uh, the obesity and the stuff we talked about last week and doing something yeah. about it. That spawned and sparked some, some stuff even inside of, you know, the, the program, the movement that Ryan's talking about. And, um, you know, just want people to, to look at their lives today and not be a fucking statistic. Like everybody we know knows somebody that has been impacted, inflicted, died, suffering. I hate the word suffering, but chosen to mm -hmm. go down this path of a preventable death. They've shortened their time on this earth because they chose sedation. They chose easy fucking way out mm -hmm. cheap fucking not even cheap because they pay with your life but just cheap thrills experiences because they they didn't prevent their death right like you need to take action in the right way yep. and remember back to what i said here when you guys are listening or the, when i first started this i took every action possible in my life to completely destroy and fuck up my life i am not that smart People will probably talk about the comments. They'll go say some shit about that. Yeah, he's dumb. He's got a dumb haircut. He's not that smart, blah, blah, blah. They'll say all that shit about me. And I appreciate that. But guess what I am? Smart enough to know that what's not working, just need to do a complete 180. Mm -hmm. And then commit to what that 180 is. If I'm drinking, I should probably stop. If I'm a liar, I should probably stop lying. If I'm a cheater, I won't cheat. If I eat too much, I won't eat that much anymore. If I'm not exercising, I will exercise. This is not fucking rocket science. Yep. Once you can make a decision and extremely like own and say, you know what? I'm fucking sick and tired of the way I look in the mirror. I'm sick and tired of waking up and having a red face. I'm sick and tired of fucking missing my kids' events. I'm sick and tired of spending all my money. I'm sick and tired of not knowing how I got home. Then you can make a decision. You can do the exact opposite. And you take action that way. And you point this bitch north, <laughs> north, south, west. I don't care which way you want to point it, but you pick a direction, you commit, and you go. I love it. So that's it for today's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. We'll see you all next week.